Alright driver, make sure everything is where you want it. Reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time. Going green next time, bye. This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. up we are uh (laughs) missing one of our counterparts jordan unfortunately had to uh do other obligations but we hope you're watching buddy and uh you can critique us all you want and uh (laughs) maybe make uh maybe make next week's episodes better because you're standing from afar like jake did in hawaii and uh, Mm -hmm. jordan also did at uh, the abs game so now it's my turn to take a (laughs) hiatus and uh if you ever took a hiatus I know. I really, I really never leave actually this uh, room, to be honest. I spend probably <laughs> 10 hours a day in here between work and iRacing and this. But anyways, um, <laughs> hello, everyone. Back again uh, for another episode. Episode 46 mm-hmm. displayed at the bottom here. The double lot, zero, zero of Chris Say Kelly. Uh, he is alive and well in the lobby. He's ready to go, pumped up. Um, so we'll, we'll get on with the damn thing. I am uh, Brandon Hall, creator and host of this here podcast the greatest in colorado um and retired legend car driver and i will uh pass to this guy on my left hey you're getting good at that you know see i'm (laughs) natural now all right what's up everybody jake smith driver of the 89 gam and co-host and i'm switching it up tonight usually do mike's harders but i forgot to stop at the liquor store on the way home moonshine um, oh. Yeah, no, I'm going with the old margarita and the beer glass for Dale Jr. So you know, it'd be cool is if you had that High Rock vodka in there that he uh, is Ooh. half owner with or whatever. I've yet to try that. So I know I need to try that too. It's, yeah, it's, and it's, hey, and it's, it's delicious. Oh, I guess that was yesterday. It was 88 day yesterday. Oh, eight, dang, eight. oh yeah. dang it! We're one day so, out. Okay, there you go. Uh, but yes, and uh, obviously, like I, I mentioned, we're missing uh, Jordan Smith. Uh, but we'll uh, try our best without him. I uh, want to congratulate Mr. Mark Weeman Brimkamp for being the first on the show tonight, followed by a close second, Kerry Smith and Paul Himmler. So uh, <laughs> one and a half in second place. There you go. So uh, we will roll on with this show. And like we always do when we have guests, you guys don't want to hear us yet for two hours. So we'll bring those people in. But first, I'll pass to uh, Jake for the listener fan shout out. Yeah, definitely. Well, Shout out to everybody out there right now. Looks like we got about 23 people on there right now. So thank you all for the, you know, tuning in. And uh, especially want to give a shout out to Paul Himmler uh, from this weekend and his family, Tracy, Morgan, and Ashlyn. Uh, we'll kind of talk about it later, but he got in an accident with his truck and apparently got his arm caught in the wheel and tore his rotator cuff that he just had surgery on. So fast recovery to you, buddy. Yes. Uh, that's just so unfortunate. I'm so sorry. And, uh, glad you're okay. First and foremost, like we always talk about safety is always the first, uh, most important thing. So I'm glad that you were safe and everything inside that car is, is keeping you safe. You know, obviously turn a rope to your cuff is never fun, but never had it happen to me. Knock on wood that never will, but uh, speedy recover to you. I know you'll help try to get that truck back going. So, uh, all the best wishes to you. So, but again, thank you for everybody out there uh, tuning in tonight. Absolutely. And I was just going to add on that Paul Himmler deal. Uh, that's the second person this year 
um, that I've heard of getting either a hand or a arm or some extremity getting caught in the wheel when it goes sideways mm -hmm. or sideways, excuse me. Uh, Austin Hackenberg had the same thing in the legend car with his hand. That's oh, yeah. something that, uh, I mean, hopefully no one ever has to endure. Right. But it's one of those things that when you're in a wreck, it's probably not the first thing in your mind is to, you want to stay in control of that car and not, but yeah. Scary, nevertheless. Glad you're okay, Paul, and the whole uh, Himmler uh, family. And like Jake said, let's get that, uh, that truck, if you can, back out there and, and uh, running. So, uh, yeah. But like Jake said, thanks, everyone, for tuning in, not just this episode, but each and every single week, whether it's live or uh, later on down the week or month or where, whenever you listen to us. We appreciate that. But uh, without further ado, we're going to quit yapping here and get Mr. Uh, say Kelly on here so we can uh, pick his brain and, and you guys too. And then give me some loving segment. So uh, what do you say we do it? Let's do it. Not much. Not much. I feel like we just talked, but it's because we did. <laughs> yeah, for like a good 30 minutes, right? Yeah, that was good. I learned a lot about you in those 30 minutes. So yeah. now we're going to dig, d uh, dive into the uh, more deeper, cooler questions, I guess. Yeah, cool. But yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, the double lot, double zero of uh, Mr. Ver Mr. Fer, geez, Louise, can't even talk. <laughs> Mr. For Christopher, say Kelly. Are you drinking some uh, margaritas? No, I, I'm <laughs> drinking water. Uh, yeah. Uh, I haven't drank on the podcast in three weeks, so maybe I need to start. But anyways, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, first and foremost, for uh, I know we've been talking about this for weeks and weeks. Uh, see you at yep. the track and we talk about it. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm a man of my word. So if I talk to you about coming on, by God, we're going to get you on here. So yep. and here I am. Right. Yeah. There you yeah. Are. <laughs> welcome to the show. And uh, like I said, Jake and I will pick your brain. So I guess, uh, Jake, if you want to lead off or, or I will, whichever. Well, I do want to say. First and foremost, you have the best hair we've had on this show so far. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Thank so, you. What's the secret? What's the secret? Yeah. Um, that I guess Italian genetics. I, I honestly <laughs> don't know, man. We don't have good genes for height, but hair, like oh, hey, everywhere, right? <laughs> I, I would trade. I would trade this, this luscious lock for your hair and your stature any day of the week. Trust yeah, me. Definitely the stature too. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, boys. Thanks. Oh, uh, well, sure. I'll go ahead and start off. Well, just kind of give us a, a life of Mr. Chris Sakelli. Uh, what do you do? What you're doing right now? And not only racing, but, uh, you know, we he's see on a AC. podcast. That's what he's I doing. know. Exactly. Yeah, but, you know, he's got AC transmissions behind him there. So, you know, some of our listeners don't know exactly what he does, but give us a little life of, uh, of you. Yeah, guys. So, um, recently, uh, about two years ago, my dad, my brother, um, and myself, uh, went into business. Uh, we did buy this place, AC Transmission. Um, it's kind of been a staple in Denver for 57 years. So we used to drive by wow. this place all the time. And and about 10 years ago, my dad was in the car industry and he goes, man, if I ever can get that place, like I would love to buy it. And then, you know, the stars aligned. My brother and I were engineers and just we got laid off. And I, I, I'm sure we'll probably touch base on my 
like life story later but um yeah it just ended up kind of working out and the, the everything lined up and we bought this place a couple years ago and so far so good um and we kind of bought it with me not knowing a single thing about transmission so <laughs> a little a little scary but uh oh, yeah right. good man yeah things things so far have been good and um i do live up in greeley colorado i am born and raised in westminster uh and then obviously now i work in denver so i do make the commute twice man. a day so Oof. yeah it does get a little bit rough sometimes but uh wow yeah that's just denver traffic and and honestly oh. I've tried leaving at two or three. Doesn't matter. You no. know, you guys will run into traffic on I twenty five every day. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it starts at like eleven and never stops till. Like oh yeah, 7. yeah. Sundays doesn't matter, right? <laughs> yeah. And it just so happens that AC Transmission uh, sponsors the Legends Division, so I'm sure that probably fit right into your guys' uh, scheme of things, right? Oh yeah, it's perfect. It's um more. I mean, as far as like marketing goes, it isn't exactly like hey. Uh, we got a job from the racetrack but it's it's kind of brand recognition and right. we definitely want to keep doing that and we have had a few customers come in and say hey i saw you guys at the track or i heard you guys at the track and uh i didn't know who to bring my car to so we at least look at it for free yeah so then we did bring them in and then diagnose their tranny and if they did the job or not we kind of keep track of that on the side but uh that's cool nice. yeah yeah it's been it's been awesome and and I love having our name on everybody's windshield. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like, I'm speaking, really proud of it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, so when I uh, sold my Legend car last week and was taking the wraps off and everything, the AC transmission sticker was the last one. And I told myself, I was like, man, I really want to leave this. And I was going to send you a video, like, peeling oh, it off. I was like, man, this is sad. But thankfully, uh, I won't get into, uh, you know, who bought it. But uh, you will see that car. Uh, at CNS, um, I'm sure shortly. So it will have that. I should have just left it on there for for the. Oh, I was just going to ask. Did you end up taking it off? As you did. I did. Oh, I did. Okay. And uh, yeah, it, it was very sad. I was going to send you a picture, but hey, it's going to stay in Colorado, and it's going to have that same sticker yep. back on it here shortly. So you should just get a new sticker and put it on the front of the truck. <laughs> your, yeah. your your truck, not that you're getting a pro truck. Yeah, I'll get you a giant one made. Okay. Ooh, there you uh, go. Hey, I'll hang it up right here, man. I'll hang it up. And uh, speaking of that, my decor looks a little bit different because apparently the stickiness on the wrap uh, gave way and it's on the floor now. So I have oh, to, no. yeah, I have to uh, figure out how to put that back up there. But anyway, so we uh, we've got to know you a little bit over the last couple of weeks, but we want to dive into that a little bit deeper. And then obviously for the people watching and listening as well. So we know that you kind of grew up in the same uh, era, if you will, with the Egglestons and the Cleggs of the world. Mm -hmm. So take us from beginning um to you know from you know playing sports with those guys and racing all the way up yeah. to kind of where you are now yeah yeah so um i mean i've even heard kyle and chris both talk about their first race they've ever had uh i don't know if this detail was left out because it's important to me but, <laughs> um so kyle chris and i uh we've raced together since we were five years old right and those two went on to do, I mean, they're, they're now big names in Colorado racing, but um, I was actually kind of like the third pillar, but I'm forgotten a little bit because <laughs> I stopped racing when I was about 15. So at five years old, that first race, it was me, Kyle and Chris. And I ended up winning that race because Kyle let off the throttle with one to go. And what? he thought it was the checkers. It was actually the white. And, oh, I, man. and I won that race. Nice. And five-year-old me has a picture i'm like holding the trophy sleeping in my dad's old old corvair old chevy corvair 
I'm sleeping and Carrie Eggleston snapped the the picture of it and we got it next to the trophy. So my first trophy, awesome. first win, it was really, really cool. But yeah, I mean, that's definitely I remember. Yeah, you <laughs> left I, that one out for sure. Yeah, they left that one out like, oh, that, we raced together our first race ever. And it was true. Like, um, it was us three. And I think we did come one, two, three. Wow. Uh, but now it's kind of inverse. Like those two get first. <laughs> you yeah. know a little bit further back i'll tell you i'll tell you that much but uh mm-hmm. so i ended up stop i i didn't race um all right i raced all the way through quarter midgets so i have the same foundation that those guys have uh they kind of moved up to a little bit pricier classes and i drove the honda classes i'm, I'm sure you guys have kind of heard yep. of quarter midgets like mm-hmm. the hondas were the more economical division yep. uh and then um they ended up kind of moving on to legends and we were, I was 15 years old, 14 years old. And my dad kind of came to me one day and I know it broke his heart, but he had a, my sister was in college. I was about to be in college. And then my brother was about to be in college. So he's like, Hey, look, yeah, fun. I mean, we got to concentrate on guys' education. So if you want to race again, you have to do it yourself. You're gonna have to earn a scholarship and do it yourself. So that's kind of exactly what I did. It only took me 15 years to get back into a race car, however. Hey. So, yeah. So anyways, I ended up, um, I did earn a wrestling scholarship. So I really concentrated on wrestling once my dad told me that. And I, I did have a couple of one-offs, like I raced a micro a couple of times. I'd get in wow. a, a couple of different cars and yeah. And then I, I ended up kind of um, just concentrating on wrestling and then I earned that scholarship. And then it took me five years to get through School of Mines. And then as soon as I graduated, I had a bunch of good offers and then I, I was able to afford racing, but the schedule was so sporadic. I, I wasn't able to race. I was on oil rigs all over the, all over the, uh, the region really. Right. So, um, I d- ended up getting a promotion about seven years later, uh, working my way up kind of the, the ladder in the oil field. And then, uh, the second week that I ended up, um, getting a, uh, I got a promotion into the office. So I finally had a structured schedule. I called my dad two weeks later. I was like, Hey, I just bought a race. <laughs> racing. No yeah. joke. We still had a quarter midget trailer. Oh, so wow. we ended up putting a, a race car in the quarter midget trailer and heading to the track. And, and that was my first car. And I don't, I'm, I'm sure you guys know this cat, but, uh, I, the, the first person I called when I wanted to get back into racing was Jace Hansen. Mm-hmm. So I graduated. Heard his name or time or two. Yeah, just a couple of a couple of times. <laughs> but I called Jace up. I'm like, hey, buddy, do you know anybody that has a legend for sale? He's like, I got you. And then he he sold me his car and kind of oh, went wow. from there. And then he did help me kind of learn learn the ropes a little bit. So I had a pretty good head start. Uh, and then I mean, I I did make the fast main even my first time out. So that Dang. was a good accomplishment. That's and, awesome. Yeah. Uh, one other side note on that though mm. is that my first race, first turn, first lap, uh, front clip, I, I ended up in the the, the wall turn one. You pulled so, the Tanner Scarberry. I was gonna huh? say you pulled the Scarberry, huh? Oh yeah, I pulled the Scarberry. <laughs> Sorry, Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably hear your name a lot in this podcast. But you, it's all right. Yeah. Oh. So, sure. go ahead, Jake. I was no, just you, gonna ask him go about. So you get into which I will say a lot of people like obviously having Jace Hansen as a mentor and mm-hmm. then let alone getting into one of his cars, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a huge deal. And like to, you know, make your feature, the fast feature on, yeah. you know, the first, second night, uh, that's huge. But like, where, where did like, 
obviously your dad was on board at that point. Yeah. So yeah. where did it kind of transpire after the Jace Hansen thing? Did you run that car, you know, the rest of the year? Kind of tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. So I ran that car for two seasons. Uh, and then at the end of the second season, I sold that car to Tessa Marine. Oh, so that was her first car and they they painted it black and that actually was jace's old car so that was the car that he had a ton of a ton of success in uh however when i did buy that car from jace he was like hey dude do you want my monster 1200 open or sealed <laughs> engine and i ended up going the sealed engine not knowing much about the sport big uh, i mean I, I regret that a little <laughs> bit because i know that jace had a animal engine and someone right. else bought it later um, I think it was actually Himmler. So, but, uh, yeah, that was an animal of an engine. But even my 1250 was a very, very, very strong engine. We got it refreshed at Inex uh, mm-hmm. after my first season, and they told me they're like, "Yeah, this this thing's a honker. It's one of the good ones." So, nice. um, either way, he gave me good equipment, and it was a good head start. That's for sure. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. So then you you bought a, a new car or what? what? Yeah. Yeah. I bought a, a stock car from Inex. And then wow. over time, I mean, <laughs> you, we bought, I mean, all the high end stuff and, and that's what's on it right now and went through it about 100 million times. I don't know how many hours we have in this oh, yeah. new car I got from Leary's um, and just straight, essentially straight from Inex. It's not like an 860 or anything like that. But right. Um, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, uh, and I know I asked the last question, Jake, I'll give it to you. I promise this next time. Um, so (laughs) with racing and we can dive more into the, you know, the, the races and stuff like that. And I'm sure our fans are going to ask you a ton of questions about that, but like looking into your future, is it like legends or do you have any aspirations or have you been in any other cars at local scene or or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That, that it's a really good question. I'm, my dream, I mean, even my dad can attest to this, but I, we've always talked about the mod class. We have loved that. It's just a matter of space and time, and you need a crew. If you're going to be successful yeah. at it, we don't want to do anything unless we can do it right. So right now, for the time being, until like I have a little bit more room, I, I, I ended up getting a legend at our shop, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew that, but uh, once I get like a, a, a little bit more space and, mm-hmm. and time, I would love to get into a mod one day. That's that's been a dream of mine since I was a little kid. Um, that's awesome. And I don't know, and I honestly don't know if it was because we raced mods in the mod class in quarter midgets, but mm. I've just always been drawn to modifieds. I do not know why, but I just love them. Uh, late models, a little bit out of the budget, super late model type, <laughs> you know. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Shoot. If anybody wants to put me in a car, I, I have to go start winning some legend races first. So, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, well, shoot. I mean, you never know what will happen. I mean, look at, uh, the success that Kyle and, uh, Scotty Scott, even, oh, I mean, yeah. shoot. I'm not saying that he's not good in the legends cars. He is, but yeah, I mean, he's all of a sudden just starting to come along the last couple of weeks, especially. So, I mean, anything can happen, especially I see that, uh, formula one open wheel behind you. You know, <laughs> yeah. gotta get you in an open yeah. wheel. Yeah. Yeah, right. You need to do that. <laughs> Burn a few laps of CNS in one of those things. Exactly. Yeah, right. I, I don't think they can even idle around that track. No, probably not. For sure, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jake, I promise I'll hand it back to you. <laughs> That's okay. So as you were talking about with having the mod, <clears throat> you got to have a good crew and you know, yeah. uh, good people behind you. So right now, who kind of is your crew? Is it kind of just you, your dad? Is there yeah. some friends, family helping you out? So yeah, tell us about your crew. 
I got a few guys on the crew. Um, one of them was is Tim Carr from uh, oh, from wow. Jace. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he used to help Jace out. Chris Morrow, uh, which is coincidentally, it's it's kind of a, a my fiance's best friend's dad. So oh, he wow. just loved race, loves okay. racing, and we kind of got connection when we started dating at first, and he started coming out to the track, and then he's just hooked. And I yeah, shout out to you, buddy. I hope you watch this because I we love you and we appreciate your hard work and. It's mostly my dad and I, though. Yeah. Uh, and then right now we have the race car at the shop. At uh, so I kind of work on it throughout the day. And uh, Mike Liebendorfer, who is also crews for Ryan Jones, uh, he is our service manager now. Oh wow! So, okay. Yeah, we have a. Uh, <laughs> he reached out. Family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we got we're starting to get a little bit more help. And I mean, you guys can attest to this. The more help, the better. The more eyes oh, on yeah. the car um the the faster you're going to end up being mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's absolutely true so would you speaking of jake's uh question yeah. there like like the kyle Cleggs and the scotty scotts would you never get out of the legend cars and run the game or do both or would you get out of one and i don't know you know i've always said to myself if i beat chris and kyle and danny and now ryan jones uh <laughs> i think i'm just gonna retire i'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to be like, all right, guys, here, the legend cars for sale. Take it. Uh, we'll, we'll try. I'm just kidding. Right. Um, it just, it, it I, I, I would love to run both, but it, running a business and in life. And I don't know if I have that kind of time. I, I love Kyle's situation where they kind of have the modified taken care of uh -huh. uh, and he can, he can help as much as he can, I guess. And then mm -hmm. I would, I would love, ideally I would just show up to the track in my race suit. And <laughs> right. You know, that must be nice, Kyle. That would be nice. I would love to. You know? right. Yeah, yeah. That that would be an ideal situation for me. I do love yeah. working on it, but it, I just time wise, yeah, try to keep a good balance in life, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. So uh, you mentioned your dad quite a bit, and you know, there, we'll we'll I promise we'll give you sponsor plugs at the end of this thing. But tell <laughs> us a little bit about him because he's all over the place at the track, and he's he's from what i've seen and talked to him a little bit he's he's good people and he's fun to be around so tell us about your old man oh yeah yeah you guys i mean uh my dad will do the same thing that brett does he'll help he'll give you the shirt off his back brett marine right. giving him a good shout out to you i'll probably give a million of them but uh my dad is essentially just he's a saint he really is he just works his tail off always has um, he ended up my very first quarter midget. He ended up selling his Chevy Nova to buy my first race car. Wow. So yeah, my dad has, has sacrificed a lot to get us to, to be successful in life. And he did everything he could. And he got all three of his children in like through college. And, and now I'm running a business with him, which is, which is really awesome. So he doesn't work here full time. Him and my mom run, run a group home for mentally disabled adult women. Oh, so wow. okay. they, have, they have like a, they work through the Catholic Archdiocese of Denver. So it's, oh, it's wow. through like, yeah, it's it's um, and my mom runs a special religious education program, too. So they do kind of God's work, I feel. Um, yeah. And then my dad comes here about three ish once he gets off there and he kind of just comes in and just stirs the pot a little bit. And then he goes home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, he kind of oversees, yeah, he oversees like our shop and makes sure everything is running smoothly and, and helps us out with, with trouble cars. Cause my background isn't in the auto industry. It's in, in engineering and oil and gas. 
so he's kind of been a, a really good mentor and essentially like my hero right so he uh i, I couldn't do any of this without him and especially we're, we're partners in this business on top of he helps me racing so yeah yeah we don't always see eye to eye on the race car because he's he cares about safety and I care about speed. So <laughs> right. conflicting ideologies, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it without him, obviously. So yeah, yeah shout out to him. He's, he's, he's the man. I can't say mm -hmm. enough good things about him. Yeah. Yeah. And we, Jake and I actually, when you, when we had that uh, setup class at Eggleston shop there, that was the first time I think we uh, both met you and we yeah, talked about yeah. the podcast back mm -hmm. in, you know, whenever that was, but your yeah. dad, He's always uh, energetic at the track and, and uh, seems like he does a lot for uh, a lot of people. So, yeah, he does. He's just a, he's just a good hearted dude. And, and I think, uh, yeah, everybody thinks that about him. But it's good. Yeah, and he had a bunch of good questions, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah is he watching? Is yeah. He, is, uh, I does think, he have Facebook? I think he he, he had no idea he was going to be on a podcast. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't think he knows what a podcast is, but I'll show it to him tomorrow. You better listen. Like. Yeah. Let's let's get another like on the page and another follower. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Right. Let's go our numbers, right? Yeah. So uh, I gotta ask uh everybody who who knows you or at least seen you, uh yeah. not to be weird or anything, your stature and your your you did a little bit of bodybuilding. Yes. So that is like like I said, you've kind of gone through all of life's realms right from business yeah. owner to engineer to race car driver to bodybuilding tell us about the bodybuilding yeah man that was another stage in life i mean shoo, that's uh that's another it, it's a, an entire sport in a different world you know how we're in our racing community in our racing world that's the same thing in its own in its own realm right mm -hmm. so i'm a i have this weird i i did a little bit of everything and i also wrestled on top of that right so uh, the bodybuilding though it does kind of consume your life and yeah and it's mostly the diet mm -hmm. so you can invite a friend to a barbecue or or a bodybuilder to a barbecue and they can't really take part i have been in so many situations where people invite me to a birthday or something or or to a dinner and i have to bring my food in in tupperware and ask the restaurant to heat it up wow not that cool yeah yeah so i did that for about four years Damn. Um, I really had to kind of make a decision. Hey, do I kind of go this bodybuilding route and try to make a go of it? But really there's financially, it's not, I mean, it's not really that smart to be honest. Like, yeah. yeah. You have to make it to the very, 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 very top. And I'm, I'm yeah. five foot three, five foot four on a good day. Well, there you go. Know. Everybody, everybody's been asking what your actual height is. So I'm glad <laughs> Depends on what shoes he's wearing. I'm going to say five, four ish. -ish. Yeah. <laughs> If I get a lot of sleep, okay. Like, <laughs> or if you're not wearing the race shoes, right? Yeah, yeah. My race shoes are like wrestling shoes. They make it like, yeah. If I had platforms, I, I can I can maybe stretch five five on a good. There you go. Okay. It's like the uh, football rosters in the NFL. They they gain an inch and gain about ten pounds on the on the pamphlet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, compared to what they actually are, but Easily. hey, there yeah, you go. Exactly. So like, we appreciate yeah. your honesty. Uh, yeah. You know. Oh yeah, so, I'll just give you guys a number. Yeah, it's funny that's that's the the number one question asked. So <laughs> yeah, so I far. Should I can I click on comments and see? I guess. Yeah, that's the comments <laughs> oh, button. And, and, and your dad is here. I'll pull that one up on the screen. Oh, so Bob's, Steve, welcome. Yes. Yeah. Right on. Yes. All right. Now I can see the yeah. There we go. Honestly, Brian Sanders. Yeah. Uh, I what do is that as my signature move because my fiance is five foot ten, five foot eleven. 
Um, so I stand on the running board to give myself about <laughs> four inches. There you go. So hey, we take picks looks together, good. Right? That's funny. Yeah, yeah, and I'll mention uh, in the comments, your good buddy uh, Kyle Clegg already got banned from Facebook. I don't know what he what he said, but uh, yeah, Kayla so came on and said the said, short God. word of transmission. <laughs> That's not politically correct yeah. today. So when we when oh, we talk about AC transmission, we have to say AC transmission. Transmission. So, yeah. There we go. Yeah. So all listeners go. out there, I, I, I think that's the here. yeah. Mr. Himmler got banned uh, for saying that a couple of weeks ago about a transmission mm-hmm. as well. So oh, weird. Weird. Yeah. So uh, so quick story. <laughs> yeah. Quick story. Now that you brought up the whole bodybuilding. Yeah. So. I used to coach football for Columbine. We did the seven on seven hog Olympics thing uh, at Inglewood high school. And it's yeah. the first time I'd ever done it and had been to Inglewood high school. And I, I didn't know where to go. Well, I just see a bunch of people going in and out of the gymnasium and I'm like, all right, well, we're doing a kind of a weightlifting truck pole or, you know, like rope yeah. pole kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe it's in the gym. No, nope. I walked right in the backstage of a women's bodybuilding. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So that was very interesting. Just like 30 women are standing right there, just looked at me like, I think you're in the wrong spot. I'm like, nope, yep. I'm in the right spot. I'm in the right spot. You know, wait a minute, right? Uh, yeah, I'm the uh, promoter here. I mean, they're always in and your coach is back there. I mean, this it's a sport just like anything else. And it would be mm-hmm. so weird to to do like not be in that world and then go throw okay, yourself yeah. backstage before okay. a show because people yeah. are doing some weird stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, in order to make your veins more vascular, you're like sitting upside down on a wall or like you're like wow. leaning up, your legs are on a wall and you're trying to get a pump in to make yourself look better and you're getting oiled up by your coach and you're yeah, walking. I was gonna say, there was a lot of spray tanning and oil going on. Oh yeah, and it stinks <laughs> so bad, dude. It stinks terribly. <laughs> Yeah, this oh, lady quickly got me out of there. She's like, I think you're down this hall to the right. <laughs> like, okay. No, I think I'm right. I think I'm right where I need to be. She's like, no, oh, I'm fine. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh. So uh, I guess with that bodybuilding and your wrestling background, I guess yeah. how does it feel to be the most fear driver if, say, someone ever – and maybe it's happened. It maybe got someone got into you, wrecked you a little bit. They're like, damn it, I wrecked, say, Kelly. I got to go in the pits. He's a, he's a big dude, has a wrestling pedigree, has – had that ever happened or I yeah. guess it's a confidence for you because you're like hey yeah no no honestly I mean we all get that way on the track we get aggressive I have been mad at people for getting punted and this that and the other and I always just try to separate it I I do not have any enemies on the track I will say that and I've got into it with a couple of people just like everybody else but mm-hmm. uh I have never tried to intimidate people physically and like <laughs> hey I want to take you down and choke you out or something like that. Never done that. <laughs> right. so, so, but if you're out there, don't spin me out, man. Like I'm sponsored by a lawyer. So I'll <laughs> okay. he got wow. He's got no, the brawn and the brains behind him. So there you go. If you see an oiled up Chris walking down the uh, pit lane at you with yeah. no shirt on, you better yeah. beware. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, did you like, I guess, I'm somewhat familiar with the bodybuilding kind of yeah. world. I work out regularly, obviously don't look like you, but uh, <laughs> how far, I guess, up the ranks did you go or did you make it before you made that decision that it wasn't in yeah. your future? Well, I got to, so there's different classes, right? So one is physique. So for men, for men, I'm just talking strictly men here. Uh, you wear 
like swimming trunks and it's just they're just judging you on upper body and then classic physique you're kind of wearing uh like boxer briefs mm-hmm. and they're judging your legs and and everything and it's based off a of height and weight so me being short is actually a, a huge advantage right. and then same thing with bodybuilding just the class bodybuilding even at the amateur level being shorter is a huge advantage because you could put on more muscle because it's based off of just weight. So being short, I can have a, a, a bunch of muscle and there's really no nowhere for the muscle to go besides out, right? So you can yeah. be you're a short, squatty little dude and, uh, <laughs> and it, it, it honestly helped. Yeah. Yeah, I, I went, I did win, uh, I did win a few shows. Um, and then it just, like I said, it just consumed my life so much. I, I had to kind of reconcentrate and refocus my energy on my career. And then that's what got me promoted to the office. And then that's when I ended up on a race car and getting back to my true passion, which is racing. Right. So, yeah. And I, and my hiatus, I don't know if I mentioned that was 15 years. So that's, I, yeah, yeah, I stopped racing. When I was 15, started racing again when I was 30. Dang. So it, was a, it was a, it was a long stretch there that I wasn't in a race car. So I had a little bit of rust to shake off. Yeah. And your, your, your story and mine is, is similar. Obviously I didn't start out racing, you know, at a, a young age, but I helped my uncle, you know, race super lates and stuff like that and was around it. And I didn't get into actually racing until I met Jacob and Jordan in 2019. So I was 27 before yeah. I actually stepped foot in any type of, well, not any type of obviously been yeah. in race cars just for fun, but actually competing in a race car until I was about the same age as, as you did. So wow. our yeah. stories are similar in that yeah. way, but yeah, but I can just uh, see, I guess you and your dad in the garage, if you get pissed off, Chris will just start curling the legend car, you know, <laughs> the rear bumper, just picking. <laughs> well, I, I do have a, a Who needs jack stands? Story. I have a side story about that when I was a rookie. Um, and my dad will probably laugh about this, that we're mentioning it, but uh, we didn't know how hard or how tight to tighten the ball joints. So my dad called Inex and he said, how tight do we tighten these things? And he goes, oh, just, just wrench on it. Right. Oh boy. Uh, like 50 foot pounds is what it's supposed to do. I had, I don't know how much I put on it, but I remember getting in the race car. We tightened the living crap out of it. And I remember getting in the race car and it was so, so, so hard this year. We ruined the ball joints. Right. Oh. It was ruined. Yeah, it was like I came out of the car just like this. I was like, I can't move, Dad. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just my my in traps blood. doubled in size. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was horrible, but uh, yeah, it was tough to to drive. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, it's it's your first instinct when you see a nut or a bolt on a race car. It's like crank that thing down, man. I don't want that coming yeah. off. But too well, tight is sometimes a, bad. We thought it was like a regular car, like a safety thing. We're rookies. We don't know any better. We're we're just trying mm-hmm. to make do. And yeah, Jace. Jace was my like he helped us get started, but at the same time, he didn't go there for every wreck, right? Like, right. Yeah. I wrecked it a few times, so we had to to fix it and putting everything back together. We tried to get it as close to what Jace had as as possible, but um, yeah, we we just tried our best, but uh, yeah, we messed up on that one, but we learned, <laughs> right? <laughs> so no speaking of the hundred foot pounds or whatever I put, hey, tried to put on it. There well, you I go. had a long bar too. I had a, mm. I had a big wrench and cheater bar, yeah. Arm, so it was. A lot of force yeah uh so i noticed in in making your intro video the the red paint scheme now it's white beautiful car what what was that switch or is that just kind of a decision you made yeah so that that red uh paint scheme was because of jace 
Mm. And then I talked to Studio 10, which is where your rap was. Uh, so um, I ended up going to White only because when you wreck a Fender, you, you yeah. know, you need to replace a Fender. You don't have to paint it. But I did have a, a big sponsor, Basin Fluids. So that paint scheme that I have, the, the wrap that I have, is just strictly my sponsor's colors, my main sponsor's mm. colors. So we had to kind of go through a bunch of iterations. And if you look at my car, it has that flame on there. Mm -hmm. It's uh, an uh, oil company. It's for fluids. And yeah, shout out to you, Jake Foster. Thanks for all the backing. We really appreciate it. But um, yeah, I we, we even talked about going back to red since AC transmission is red. Mm -hmm. So we may do that one day. And there's about zero red cars in the track. So that's very true. everybody's tired of looking at all these white cars. But really <laughs> right. everyone, that's the reason for it is... You can just buy fenders. You don't have to paint them. You just put them on. You the you are a businessman thinking ahead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, we, we were, we were. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I I know, you know, the the time and labor that I put into that orange and black scheme that I ran on the legend, man. That was very intensive. If you don't have a paint booth, and that's, uh, you know, I I was telling Jake and everybody before the season, I was like, man, I really hope I don't scratch this thing because that took so much time. So to buy a white car, man. That's Say it with Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, uh, should we get into give me some loving and let the fans uh, ask I you guess, some questions? Yeah, do our part here. Yeah, I say let's do it. All right, you ready for that, Chris? Oh. You understand how it works? And uh, yep. All right, we'll uh, we'll play <laughs> the video said, and yeah, red the best. Yeah, yeah, he did have a red card. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I thought his legend was orange. No, it was red. It was red. It was red. Yeah, Man, people used to think Paul and I since '88 and Double Zero kind of looked similar from afar. He thought I sworn uh, that thing was orange. Yeah. Oh no, it was it was red, red. There you Paul go. Well, eight, learn yeah. something new every day, I guess. Red, then right. orange. Said. Yeah. There oh, you go. then orange. Okay, yeah. I, I knew I saw orange somewhere with Paul Himmler, but there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna fire up the video. Get those questions, comments rolling for Chris. Obviously, don't ask Jake or I questions. We'll ignore him because tonight's all about Mr. Say Kelly. So let's do this thing. So I guess we'll we'll start off or I'll start yeah. off asking uh, a, a question that we try to ask our guests. Sometimes we forget, but please tell us you've seen the movie Days of Thunder. I have seen Days of Thunder. This okay. is so many years, but yeah, okay. I recognize that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's all I wanted to ask. If not, yeah. we were gonna we were gonna end the show and that would call it a night if you hadn't. So uh, well, gotta boot me off, right? Uh, there you go. All right, uh, Jake, you can read this. Uh, uh, First one for Mr. Paul. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Mr. Paul Hammer, <laughs> what product do you use in your hair? <laughs> uh, well, I use Miracle Grow, my friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> has not worked on my body, but it's worked on my hair. <laughs> there you go. So, no, I'm just messing. I just, uh, I use whatever my girl gives me. <laughs> you know, like, hey. I use Amer I, I use fiber by American Crew. I really do. Hey, like, an honest stuff. man. An honest yep. man. Yep. Hey, sometimes the fiancés, the girlfriends, the wives, they have the best product because they don't make good stuff for men. So sometimes you yeah. got to. True. You know, 
and I appreciate the honesty because sometimes men are like, no, I just use Suave from Walmart. I'm like, no, you don't. But. Yeah, yes, <laughs> <guess>, right. <laughs> right. All right. Next, com next comes from your favorite flag man, Mr. Mark Brimcam. What will be your form of celebration in victory lane Ooh. when you get that win? I love the positivity there, and I hope one day I do get it. Um, Ryan Jones, it took him nine years, so I hope I can do it a little bit quicker than that. But even, you know, a few years from now, um, I did used to do a backward lap uh, when I was young. I don't know how safe that is anymore. But like the I'll Alan Quickie lap? Like where you yeah, go, I would okay. cross the X when I was in oh. quarter midgets if it was like a big win. Something right. like a, a Monza or a, or I did end up winning the Copa World Classic when I was little. Um, but I would do a, a backward lap. And that was kind of stemming from my engine builder way, way back when. That's what his sons would do. So mm, uh, cool. just in, to honor him. And, and he's since passed like many years ago. But uh, I don't know if I would do a backwards lap, but I wouldn't park like a normal guy. I just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I would try to do a burnout, but I'd most likely stall it and embarrass yeah. myself. But, well, yeah, we're looking like forward to when you do get that win, man. That's going to be yeah. fun. Yeah, that would be, be really sweet. Well, I've been starting on the pole lately, and we just can't – I mean, you get – if we, we actually talked about this right before the race. Uh, that guy sitting pole is a sitting duck, even if you're Chris or, or some animal, Kyle, because mm -hmm. it's just such a tough spot to be in because mm -hmm. the guy in third can kind of gauge your throttle points and then set himself up to try to get under you coming out of yep. two. Mm -hmm. And that bump is nasty and your tires are not warm and your brakes aren't warm yet. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a tough position to be in. You feel like a sitting duck, especially if you're two tenths off the, the top three. Right. Or four. You're like, yeah. Oh man, this is going to be rough. And then, <laughs> you know, you guys know you can get hung out to dry and instead of going from first to third or fourth, you go all the way back to 16. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's especially no in that class. Yep. 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 All right. Well, good question, uh, Mr. Wee Man. I'll pass to Jake yeah. here. Yeah, this is from uh, Mr. Sam Faust. Uh, peak Kurt <laughs> Angle or peak Arnold Schwarzenegger to compete against? Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one because Arnold is the GOAT. I think everybody in the bodybuilding world would admit that, that he is the king. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kurt Angle. Yeah, I... I that's that's also kind of a, a question or, or something I'll tell you guys too. I'd probably choose bodybuilding over wrestling. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. And I know it's it's kind of a it's only like looking at aesthetics, but wrestling just beat my poor body up. Oh, yeah. and I've had three knee surgeries. I still wow. kind of run kind of janky. I guess you have to <laughs> support on all your joints and ligaments. And mm -hmm. I, would, I would say Arnold for sure. I was gonna say I used to in college we used to work out the same time as the wrestling team worked out in our our college they were like top five every year in, in wrestling and I mean not only are their workouts just crazy but I mean getting tossed around like sometimes you guys do and yeah. a leg doesn't go the right way oh, yeah. or an arm Ooh. goes the wrong way yeah that's that's not fun looking let alone oh, actually yeah. doing it oh yeah it's it's not that great I'll tell you that. yeah <laughs> I uh my my senior year after football was done I uh for whatever reason, I, you know, back then in UFC was huge yeah, and, yeah. you know, we'd throw the parties and whatnot. And, uh, I joined MMA, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu, uh, thing for three months and got my ass kicked <laughs> at, you know, that's something that you have to do. Like when you start out young and I can only imagine doing that for year after year after year, like these guys and gals do it's uh hats it, off to them. It takes its toll on your body. And I wrestled for something like 22 years or so. Wow. So yeah, I wrestled, 
Yeah, since I was like, <laughs> I, was, I was six until college was over, and I blew my knee out my junior year, and I ended up just hanging it up. I just wasn't. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. Now you now you're wrestling something else. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm wrestling the wheel, and it's yeah. it's, it's whooping me too, man. <laughs> right. All right. Next one, our good friend Mike Gigenbacher. Obviously, you can handle the legend. What's stopping you from going to the mod? I think you answered a little bit earlier, but yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll kind of reiterate on that. Uh, it's really, for me, it's just space right now. Uh, while we have our, our shop, we have a bunch of bays. It, it would be, I can't take away from business and production by putting my mod in there because I need to set it up <laughs> or, or work on it or I wreck it or something like that. And in mm-hmm. price point, I'm sure it's a little bit more. Um, so that'd be kind of a, a, another challenge to get over is that the mods a little bit more expensive, but they're close. Like they're, they're not as far off from a legend as, as some people think. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still are more expensive, but it's really just the space and having a crew and us not knowing anything about a big car, really right. I raced quarter midgets and, you know, drove <laughs> micros and all these like little baby, small cars. I, I would love, love, love to get into a mod one day though. So hopefully in the future. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that mod class is just growing. Yeah. It's it's, it's looking it's been mean. fun this year. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. So not to just All get right. you one, we'll add to our car. Our there car. we go, man. I'll just hang out in the back, right? Just <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gotta keep Kyle behind me. So yeah, know, we'll just we'll get you out there and we'll uh we'll just yeah, do you out in front of Kyle. I'll block for you, okay? <laughs> hey, Sorry, don't give Kyle. away our secrets. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Just All right, kidding, next Kyle. one for you, Jake. Yeah. All right, this comes from Bryce Holcomb. Uh, okay. Advance or advice to start Legends Racing at CNS. Yeah, that's a good one, man. That's a really good one. I would say start messaging some of the guys you know. I, I do not know a single Legend driver that wouldn't give you some good advice to start, like the big names even um i agree i i got in touch with jace hansen and he's he's an an animal right so i would say first off get a good car make sure it's straight that is the big kicker if you're gonna drive a car that was just recently wrecked uh you're kind of gonna be fighting something that you're never gonna be able to figure out so do that and get as much information as you can Uh, chris eggleston had an amazing setup class that was like such a good thing for a rookie to go it was he had, he had a great handout and step, steps to follow. Uh, but advice is uh, look for a car that's for sale. There's going to be a bunch of cars for sale here soon, I'm sure. Uh, me and my dad are actually talking about possibly selling mine here soon. So um, we're kind of coming up with the rest of our year plan. Uh, but I would say get it. try to get a good car that, that someone that you've seen, a car that you've seen, uh, that rather than someone that's out of town, especially around here. We have a ton of good cars and a ton of good equipment and a ton of fast guys. And yeah, I definitely kind of go that route and, and even message them on Facebook. You can message me. I'll, I'll, I'll send you, or you can say, Hey, do you think this is a good car? We'll tell you like, and everyone's so friendly and nice and, and it's just a good community to be around and, and ask one of the, ask one of the guys that, you know, that's what yep. I would say and, and kind of go from there. Well said. Yep. Yeah. All right, Mr. Paul Hemler, do you feel your low center of gravity helps you? <laughs> you know, Paul, I think it really does, man. I, I, I can just go in two two car lengths deeper than you because I'm just so much shorter. Right. Even, though, even though Paul's like probably got an inch on me. That's <laughs> it's, right. it's not much Hope taller you're doing well, buddy. That's all I got to say. I've yeah. been kind of throwing some prayers your way, man. And yeah, absolutely. for a speedy recovery and 
And I know how heartbreaking it is to have a surgery and then it kind of undid itself by another injury. So just you, you heal man and rest. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, Jake. All right. From our uh, good old flag man, Mr. Marky Bramkamp, as a race car driver, would you prefer more pace laps before you start a race or do you like it the way it is now? Ooh, that's a great question. I, I would prefer a couple more pace laps. Uh, the reason being is because, well, in a legend, it's a little bit different than some of the big boys, but if we had a chance to get our, our tires up to a little bit mm -hmm. of grip, because these Hoosiers don't have the grip the Federals did, uh, I think it would be a little bit better first two laps because um, it's a little bit chaotic. And I've talked to other legend drivers and uh, uh, like Ryan and, and all these top dogs. And they're like, man, it is a very, very scary first two laps. Um, mm -hmm. We're it, nothing's warmed up yet and nothing's sticking. So I would prefer to be a little bit more warmth in the brakes and tires. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if other guys have that same opinion, but that, that's mine on that one. So, yeah. Well, and another option, you know, a, a lot of dirt uh, tracks do it across the country is it's just as a, a warm up. It's not you don't pass nobody. You just yep. get them going for a couple laps and then, you know, yep. go under pace and then get going. Yeah, we used to do that in quarter midgets. And mm -hmm. oh, really? Know when there's yeah. Yeah. And then I know when we had a little bit of a rain this weekend or this past race here, uh, they did do that uh, green yellow for a few laps for the the. Uh, regular legend um, main event mm -hmm. and it seemed to get some tired some some warmth in their tires and i i think it's good yeah. for a good show to be honest I, I love when you can race side by side and mm -hmm. that outside lane is tough in those hoosiers without any yeah. especially well i know right. that for the longest time in the 90s especially when my dad drove they that, that was every class had a green yellow and it was not mm -hmm. only to warm up your tires but to make sure everybody's engines were good and warm because you mm -hmm. have right the guys way in the back that you know were fast cars because at the time they you know inverted, inverted. so mm -hmm. they would wait till the last possible second to get out on the track and you know all of a sudden it's like okay we're double file let's go so not only are their cars a little cooled off but you know it's it just was a competitive thing to get everybody on the same level yeah, so, right. yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I i i i wouldn't mind it myself either but it's a, a green flag black flag segment hey, in one of our go. other shows so there we go. <laughs> and i'm Good all question. for inverting too i think kyle danny chris and ryan should all start in the back of <laughs> 30 cars deep okay like Tell 35 them. yeah 35 cars deep hey, so that way we have a coming up here september yeah. 2nd and 3rd huh? yeah yeah legend invasion man <laughs> yep. it's gonna be a good one that's going to be an awesome show. I can't, I cannot wait. Absolutely. All right. Our good buddy, Mr. Brian Sanders has one for you. Two part question. Number one, do you like having a spotter? And number two, do you feel like all cars should have a spotter? So I got a little bit of a side story on that one. I do not run a spotter currently. I used to, Tim Carr used to spot for me. Um, my dad can do a good job, but he just gets a little, he's focused on other <laughs> things. He's, mm -hmm. he gets a little bit too anxious and, um, do not it, it don't fault him for that in any way shape or form he just he gets too worked up and i don't really lot. i grew up with the foundation of not having a spotter and having to understand your surroundings and stuff and knowing your car not depending on the feel of when someone's behind you on the on the right side mm -hmm. you know i feel like i should know if they're if i'm clear or not like that right. that should be my racing intuition 
I do like that we have spotters, but it is so it's also so hard to hear in a legend when it's wrapped up to twelve thousand RPM. You can't really hear anything anyways. Sounds mm -hmm. like a bunch of chicken scratch unless you have like five dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's like meh. I'm like, I don't know what you said, but okay. <laughs> uh, I, I do support it though. Um, I would love to run a spotter uh for especially under yellow flags. Okay. Yeah. So I'm kind of I, I know I'm being a little wishy washy in the question, but uh, uh I don't have one, so I'm saying no. <laughs> but uh yeah, I do think that they're overall a good thing for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and hopefully uh, Mr. Brian Sanders wasn't doing a Frank's Radio uh, <coughs> advertisement plug there. But, yeah, there you go. I, I knew it was coming. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. I can get oh, you a new <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, next one to Jake. Yeah. Again, Mr. Marky Bremkamp, and this is actually a really good question. Uh, are you in favor of the choose cone rule? And Because uh, that question gets asked a lot. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, we're talking on the the start, right? The yeah. So caution flag comes out after the initial start. Boys have at it. Choose your lane. Yep, I am in favor, but I think we all know what uh, legend guys would do inside lane all day, every day. Yeah, these thirty-five of them on the inside. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for restarts. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. I would say I'm in favor of it, though. Um, yeah. especially if I get into modified and my car is working on the outside lane and I'm, you know, I got Kyle or Scotty on the left side of me and mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Or somebody, are you dude? Like, yeah. Yeah. He's got the outside <laughs> well, figured out. Yeah. We, we, uh, you know, we call them the bottom feeders. So it's like, well, it's either follow them or try something different. So we, yeah. we've definitely yeah. been trying to do something different. So yeah, you know, it's like at that point, yeah, especially with the bigger cars, I feel like you can maybe do a little bit different things. To maybe get it to be a little better on the high side but yeah those legends it seems like you're on that bottom and it's just like mm -hmm. if you if you don't know how to run the top well enough then it's you're pretty much gonna get you know freight trained on that yeah, side yeah i i have never had such a helpless feeling as getting hung out to dry this past weekend it was so painful i was i was okay and then kyle got underneath me i was hanging out in i think fourth and then he got me and then it was just like oh man i think i have a, a, a I could maybe squeeze in nope i'm gonna wreck everybody oh mm -hmm. nope and, and you just can't get down it's it's literally mm -hmm. impossible especially when we're, we're all just in such a tight tight line mm -hmm. and everyone's yeah. so close on speed it's just yeah it's it's a helpless feeling that's for sure yeah all right so i got a question for you if i may when uh when are we gonna see the double o in uh i racing so, well, <laughs> I have to build another computer because okay. I, I was telling these guys before the broadcast, but uh, I did build a racing simulator computer strictly for iRacing. I have the setup, um, and then we started using this computer for business. So we have QuickBooks. It's a businessman. Yeah, we have well, we have QuickBooks and everything on this hard drive, so it's all it's all it's desktop, so it's it's stuck on it. So I'm gonna have to build another computer. So yeah. Uh, yeah, as soon as I can, you know, do that, uh, I'll get back into iRacing. Hey, well, we know how to do that, so <laughs> yeah. feel free to reach out, man. <laughs> All I need is about, you know, 2500 $2, bucks or so to build a really yeah. good desktop. Yeah, man. So. Yeah. <laughs> come come race with us on Monday nights. First. That's true. It's a yeah. hard, uh, it's like, oh, I want to have fun or do I want to do it in real life kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly, exactly. Right. All right. Uh, Mr. Paul Himmler asks, how are you managing how are you managing your tires? Please do tell. We're really not. 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, we're just trying to be as, as cognizant and aware of uh, heat cycles as we can. And then we clean them after. Uh, I mean, that junk rubber is all over those things afterwards, especially after King of the Wing. I'm sure, Paul, you know how, I mean, we had gunk built up about yay big over it. But, yeah, we just clean them off and, and away we go. Um, and my tires, just like everybody else, we're all in the same boat at least. That's that's at least a positive thing that nobody can get tires. So at least it's a, even, but we are just cleaning them up and, and that's it. And on my left sides are actually from last year. So I got, I have a brand new set of rights that are sitting here. Uh, We're ready to mount them up, but yeah, we're still running the new ones that we had from earlier this year. Cause I, cause I knew we were going to, it was going to be scarce. So instead of putting a whole set of four brand new on the car, we ran decent ones on the left side and um, we just got new rights and then we're going to throw new rights at it too here. um, In the next legend invasion. Yep. Mm -hmm. There you go. Businessman, I'm telling you. Yep. Well, we're, we're, we plan ahead. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll take a, a couple more here. I'll pass this one back to Jake. Yeah, again, from Mr. Bryce Holcomb. Uh, when it comes to finding used cars, what's a good place to find them? I'm in some groups such as Just Legends and those uh, all those groups looking. So what do you suggest? Yeah, I, I really feel like, Bryce, you, you want to – Join Legends, man. I love it. That yeah. is awesome. Well, and I didn't know he was the cat behind uh, Chris uh, Eggleston's GoPro footage. So oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really sweet. I've watched that video a million times, yeah. by the way, his where he had his spotter and stuff. Yeah, and that, the most recent one, uh, the, the camera on his feet. Yeah, that was cool. And I don't think while Chris makes that look easy, no one could. Do no, that. <laughs> no. Yeah. My gosh, that is. Yeah, that's magical there. I, I tried doing it this past weekend and <laughs> I, I drove it in way too hard. I'm like, well, that, that <laughs> yeah. was terrible. Exactly. <laughs> um, I I would say, uh, I mean, shoot, Chris would know if, if a car is good or not. I would reach out to him. Oh, I, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely leaned on him a ton. Yeah, and it's it's really hard to feed through or like kind of look through all that stuff on on just legends because there's a million cars for sale all over the country. Mm-hmm. But I would look for currently I would look for an FZ09 um, because if you get a 1250, it's probably going to need refreshing or it's just getting a little bit outdated. Uh, I would get an FZ09 because um, then you don't want to be behind on the engine package. And is and the biggest thing is was it just wrecked? If you can figure that out, that's the biggest deal is you don't want a car that's not square. Otherwise, nothing's going to work, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yep. Those are did. sources. They really are. Right. But I think, like, kind of as I was saying before, our internal legend group is a, a little bit better source to reach out to because people will be like, oh, I'm selling my car at the end of the year or something like that. Like, that's yeah. that's how I got with Jace. I was just randomly talked to him. Yeah. And it what was I know, like uh, Timothy Trostel is selling mm-hmm. his. Uh, there's yep. a couple, so just keep your eye out yep. for sure. And mine will be for sale soon too. So we're gonna start with another one, and that's. So you it. are getting into the game class. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just getting another legend, another rocket. I hope. I hope if everything yeah. works out. Yeah. So it sounds like what we're trying to say here is. Uh, for all of you that are looking in to get into the Legends class, buy a pit pass for the uh, Legends in yep. Beijing coming up here September 2nd and 3rd and start walking around the pits asking questions. 
Yeah. Yeah. If so you got that back. new car, Chris, let me jump in yours and we'll uh, burn it up and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll take uh, two more here from the Bremkamp brothers. We'll start with uh, Mark first and then we'll go to Scott. So from uh, Wee Man, what do you think would help revive slash boost the racing scene in Colorado and the rest of the country? It's always coming out with the good questions. Yeah, that is a very, very good question. I think we need to do a little bit better job as far as the circle track goes at marketing. Um, everything is done and said by Google these days. Like yep. all everything's done off digital marketing and really we're in that world, but the outside people that are outside of the racing world and the racing community in Colorado don't know anything about us or our sport. So a little bit more advertising, maybe radio ads or TV ads is kind of where I'd start. Podcasts. Um, what's that? <laughs> I said podcast. Let's grow this podcast to be the yes. Joe Rogan style. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. And you, I think, by the way, not to be like a little brown nose or anything, but you guys are doing a great job. Well, we appreciate that. It's we really cool. I, I love listening to you guys on the way to work and stuff. And it's it, it does it's make fun. commutes a hell of a lot better. I will yeah, say. Yeah, it, it does. It makes time fly by. And then I learned a lot about. You know, guys that, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not such a big name like Chris or, or Kyle. Sure you are. You're on a podcast, buddy. You're big now. <laughs> now I am, right? But, uh, <laughs> no, it's good to see here and hear other people's stories. And, and even fans get to see a more interesting side of, of a guy that's maybe not in the top three, but, you know, kind of banging on the door of the top five or, or whatever. So it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Last one of the night. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Jake. All right. Coming from Mr. Scotty Bremkamp, what's racing next to uh, or just behind Blair Cooper like in a legend car? (laughs) I hope Blair sees this because you are a wild man and we all love you and miss you in a legend car. Uh, When Blair was running, though, he was about he was a little bit faster than me uh, because I was a rookie. So I was trying to chase him, but no, he was fine. He he definitely likes to he likes a loose car, and that you best believe he's he's his right rear. He's he's dirt tracking in, in a legend. Oh yeah. So yeah, it was, a, it was a little uh, nerve wracking, but he was good. <laughs> but he was faster than me, so we ended up making it stick and and getting by me. So yeah, it was a uh, it was good though. I miss him. I miss him yeah. out there. You yeah. call that the Slideways Slim Jim Douglas. Yeah, that guy. Is <laughs> if you ever, sideways if you ever watched the two car Jim Douglas in the Modifieds, he yeah. Uh, Always seems to be coming out of the turn like a dirt car. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, some guys can wheel it like yeah, that. I yeah. don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I I don't know how they do it, man. Like, <laughs> a loose car is a fast car, right? Yeah, I guess. Well, so. That's what they say, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, that was the uh, give me some loving segment uh, for you, Mr. Say Cali. So awesome. uh, thank you, everyone. Those were insanely great questions. Mm-hmm. Um a lot better than uh, we could answer. So thank you for uh, stepping up there. Uh, but yeah, I guess we'll give you the the last floor. We we, we know you got a, a long commute back to Greeley tonight, yeah. so we won't keep you too long. But now's the chance to uh, give your, your shout outs and your thanks to all the sponsors, all the crew and the floor is yours, sir. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. I mean, this was an awesome, awesome experience. I've never been on a podcast before. So first and foremost, I want to thank Basin Fluids, uh, who's backed me since... Um, I got this white car, so really, really want to thank you and and Pyramid Law Firm, 
Um, obviously, AC transmission. If it wasn't, for, if it wasn't <laughs> yeah. for this place. it's only this uh, big behind you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for everybody for putting our name on your car. You kind of had to, but either way, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and thanks for all the support, um, Chris, Tim, my dad, uh, especially my dad, and my mom. I mean, uh, everybody knows like it's a, it's a lot, a lot of work uh, to get into racing and to to continue to do so, and and it's mostly thank you to my dad and my business partner and as well as my brother he's he's my business partner as well and if it wasn't for him uh we wouldn't be able to do any of this so i just want to thank you to my family and and my beautiful beautiful fiance i was gonna say don't you forget that you'll be <laughs> yeah, in trouble but i did that one and forgot her i would not be i would have to get <laughs> sleep in the shop tonight okay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah she's is she, is she watching i don't no, she is. I did not see her comments or anything. So mm. I'm going to show it to her later, I guess. There you go. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right, okay. man. Well, uh, we certainly appreciate it, like I said at the top. But uh, we've come to know you. You're a great dude and love hanging around you, you and your dad. Yeah, uh, you guys doing great things and um, very successful outside of the track, too. So we'd love to see yeah, that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, look forward to hanging out with you more when uh, we're at the racetrack, when the legends are there and stuff like that. And yeah, uh, I guess uh, thank you for the support now of the, the podcast. I know some people still don't know about us, which is insane, but we try to we try to market and stuff. But thank you so much for coming on tonight. Yeah, of course, guys. Thank you. We appreciate it. And if anybody has any transmission issues, you know, you know, a guy now. Okay? Hey, we know a guy. There you go. <laughs> I, I hope I don't. But now I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, like it's something you don't really want to like have to deal with. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> Yep. All right, buddy. We'll save travels back to Greeley and we'll be in touch. And uh, thanks again for, yep. for coming on here with us. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Yeah, thanks. Chris. All right. Later. Chris say Callie on the Scrubbing Tires podcast. What's going on, Scrubbing Tires listeners? This is Michael Ann Goodart with Team Denver Homes, REMAX Professionals. We know the real estate market has been crazy the past couple of years, and this year is no different. That is why you need an agent who knows how to navigate this market and properly represent clients with their best interests in mind. Whether you are buying or selling a home or just curious about the local market, I would love to offer my support and services. We are a top producing team in the greater Denver area that specialize in luxury, first-time home buyers, and investment properties. We will get you matched up with the right agent for your needs. After all, real estate is the best investment you can buy. Feel free to reach out to me at any time via phone call, text, or email. I look forward to connecting with you soon. And speaking of... If uh, anyone is in the market to buy a townhome, stay tuned because uh, fiance's got some uh, huge news coming soon with some uh, developments. So uh, if you're in the market in the Denver area, I'm telling you. Looking, All right. Looking very promising. So anyway, uh, can't thank Chris uh, enough for coming on. That was awesome. Like we yeah. said there in the comments, getting to know everybody. That's why we do it. Uh, we're trying to make the loop back around to get people that we've had on here to tell more of their story, kind of get it in the nitty gritty uh, details, you know, kind of the, the Chuck Smith Jr., uh, the the mental institution type of stories <laughs> where, when they showed up there, uh, those kind of things. But uh, we appreciate everybody uh, coming on each and every single time we have a guest. Uh, so with that, uh, Jake and I will go through uh, the CNS uh, weekend recap um, and things like that. And uh, yeah, a lot of action, obviously, unpacked. Uh, to be unpacked from this weekend but first we're gonna um talk about last night's race in the rubbing as eye racing uh league presented by uh us truly the scrubbing tires podcast uh two more races to go sadly 
uh, it's been super fun and, and a lot of people have, have joined and, and had success. Like I said, in the post last night, it's been six different winners and six races. So it's really anybody's game each and every single Monday night. Um, we man on his, uh, gaming channel, uh, does provide live in-car broadcasts of that. Excuse me. Um, so thank you. We man for doing that for us. Uh, like we, we keep getting asked on uh, Facebook and I apologize if we're going to broadcast these races and we want to, but we also want to race in them because it's so much fun battling fenders with all of these people that you guys get to watch on Saturday night and, you know, be on the episodes and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. we enjoy it, um, you know, just as much as broadcasting, but I promise we'll broadcast uh, some, some stuff in the future. I'm not going to spill the beans here. Uh, we've kind of envisioned something um, that's going to be really fun uh here shortly like i said we'll we'll announce that obviously once we do it we got a lot of planning uh to do in place but anyways i will get into last night's recap it was the asphalt date 38 at the charlotte motor speedway and we were in a street stock obviously so that's like a talladega type of track for those things and they're all over the place uh very high speeds for those things so a lot of drafting uh kind of had to find some dance partners uh throughout the race to work with and so forth um hats off to kyle morse uh mark we uh, mark Remkamp. Uh, Zach Morris, all those guys were uh, running up front. Greg Dryling for most of the race uh, came down to the end. A lot of beating and banging, crashing, unfortunately. Um, and we ha uh, had a green white checkered and uh, somehow yours truly found myself in uh, second place in the green white checkered. Battled uh, the 89 of Zach Morris and uh, somehow came out on top by, uh, uh, I think Kyle Petit uh, shared that picture on the post last night. It came down to literally bumpers. Uh, the top five again. So super close racing, but when it all settled out, the 32 of Scott Trantham finished fifth, uh, the 15 of Jeremy Wall finished fourth. And I will say, I'll pause on that note. <clears throat> Anybody racing last night and in that picture that I posted, he ran the Roger Avance uh, throwback scheme, the Mac tonight paint scheme, which is absolutely phenomenal. Um, so that was, that was really cool to see. Uh, third place, the 89 of Zach Morris. Second place was the 90 of Kyle Petit. And uh, like I said earlier, I picked up my first ever league victory in any of these Colorado league victor or, uh, leagues. So uh, hard to do. Um, definitely humble. Yeah, thank you. Uh, humbling. <laughs> um, not going to talk any trash because uh, it's uh, very hard to do, but um, it was it was fun. So uh, look forward to next Monday. It's <clears throat> the uh, dirt clat. I don't know why I'm losing my voice, but the uh Dirt Slinging Classic at Eldora. I'm going to take a drink of water. I was going to say, get some water. <laughs> Nothing worse man, than having a dry yeah. throat. Chris say Kelly, man, that interview got me. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, come join, sign up. We provided the link. Starts at 7, uh, practice, qualifying at 7.30, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun on the dirt. So I will get out of the uh, virtual world and pass to Jake for the uh, actual racing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, congrats to all the people last night and uh, you on the win. So that's awesome. Uh, getting a win, however you get it, is take them how you get them. Take them how you get them, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, so we had the uh, CNS weekend recap. Uh, we had the KBBI, KBPI, Rocks the Rockies. <laughs> wow, tongue twister there. That's Jordan's uh, part to do. I know, right? I'm taking over for him uh for all of you who don't know that that uh rock station is awesome to listen to and they're huge supporters of power national speedway so every single year they always sponsor at least one race so it's it's cool what's to the have uh host name what's his name again willie b and that willie guy b. is 
not only one of the funniest radio hosts you'll listen to, but he is just one of the coolest uh, radio hosts that you'll ever listen to. He's, I mean, just awesome guy, huge car guy, always involved with local, not only drag racing, street racing, anything like that. His radio show in the morning is just awesome. And, and listen to those guys. It's always fun. I, I usually listen to them more than anybody in the morning. So more than the uh, Scrub and Tires podcast. Hey, I don't have to listen to the Scrub and Tires podcast because I am a part of the Scrub and Tires podcast. So, um, but anyway, um, so yeah, so uh, we had the Pro Trucks, Legends, Bandoleros, Trains, and Demo X. So tonight or that night was the uh, trains being added to the uh, uh, race from a couple weeks ago when it got rained out. As, almost happened again. I was going to say, as it happened a couple weeks ago, it <laughs> almost happened again. So it was nice that at least the rain passed by and uh, left pretty early enough to where they could dry up the track enough to uh, get the racing in. But they did have to skip, uh, I think, a couple of practices and qualifying. So um, I should have asked Chris how they did the uh, heat races. Lineup. Yeah, the lineup. I was I was wondering that I, myself. I would assume either something if they did get any practices in, maybe kind of something <laughs> off of there or points. I mean, just like mm -hmm. NASCAR, they usually go off of points. So yeah. <clears throat> for all of you listening, if you were there this weekend, if you could let us know how they actually did the lineups for the heat races, that would be great because we don't know. We've never right. had to have this situation happen to us. So but, practice times. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Practice times. All right. Which I thought that's what they would do, um, which is why practice is important. So we should put more emphasis on doing well in practice. You never know yeah. what might happen um so we uh, will start out with the bandos uh of course like we say they don't run any transponders so we don't know exactly who finished where it's just where cns tells us they finished so <laughs> in the dash um we had the winner of the dash was the 89 of justin bernard so congratulations bud and the 89s gotta always hey, give love go. to the 89s um and in the feature race uh your top five was the 89 of Justin Bernard, uh, the 10 of Zoe Caps Whitfield. The th uh, third was the 44E of Emerson Witzel. Uh, two or second was the 95 of uh, Jackson Mueller. And your future winner was the 23O of Peyton Offerman. So and I was looking at that. I think the the O is a typo on CNS's part. But hey, we make mistakes. Yeah, I like it. You know, just like McCrystal. 23 O. Yeah. O6, OH6, yeah. you know. I love it. <laughs> Character. But uh, congratulations, Peyton, on uh, getting a feature win there. And uh, especially with the shortened uh, day, it's kind of nice to go out and get a win on something like that. So congratulations mm -hmm. to uh, you. So I'll throw this. Uh, well, I guess I got to do the outlaws. I mean, you can I throw forgot, it over. but <laughs> I forgot about the outlaws. I'm so sorry. So in the dash, we had the number 33 of Dylan Kellogg win the dash. Congrats there, Dylan. And in the feature, uh, in sixth place, uh, the five of Reagan Fruget. Fruget. Uh, fifth place was the 12 of Aspen Lang. Fourth was the 61 of Lillian Tuttle. Third, 68 of Wyatt Dent. Second was uh, the 21 of Madeline Lang. And your feature winner sweeping the night was the 33 of Dylan Kellogg. So congrats to you, Dylan, and uh, for your sweep. And, uh, you know, we always try to say this bandit or uh, bandolero class is awesome to have out there and seeing young drivers come out and uh, get to experience all this. So please keep coming out. Please keep showing up. Please keep, keep having fun. Cause we love having little kids out there. So yeah. now 
I will throw this over to there Brady you go. for the legend. And uh, on that note, uh, Scott's daughter uh, with Shine's photography, I looked at some of those photos, man, and they uh, they were the let or the uh, bandos rather. They look like they were three wide at some point. So mm -hmm. I mean, that's awesome. You know, getting that kind of send it. Risk. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So good job, uh, Mr. Kellogg and uh, Peyton on your wins there. And uh, for all those youngsters uh, getting out there and banging doors. So, yeah, we'll move into the legends uh, for qualifying. Mother Nature uh, got quick time, obviously, as we alluded to in the uh, dash. Um, I tried to tune in on uh, specifically uh, the Wiggins racing uh, broadcast, if you will, the videos. Uh, like George says, a lot of the time he he watches the, uh, all of the classes. So we appreciate each and every one of you if we're not out the track so we can kind of stay in the loop and, you know, not just read something. Uh, it's good to visually see it, too. But mm -hmm. nevertheless, the dash uh, fifth place was the 48 of Preston Nakayama, uh, who's a rookie. Uh, fourth place, pulling double duty again, the 33 of Dylan Kellogg. So he's uh, looks like he's starting to figure those legends out, which is cool to see. Third place was the 95 of Jesslyn Dyke. Second place was the 99 of Tessa Marine. And I believe for the uh, first time ever at CNS, yeah. the uh, 51 Casey Maverick Wiggins got his nice. first dash win. Good so, job, uh, yeah, congrats to you, sir. Uh, I know um, you and, and your family were pretty happy about that. So congrats there. Moving on to the fast dash. Uh, fifth place was the 66 of Kyle Clegg. Fourth place was the 78C of Colton Crocker. Uh, third place was the 22 of Chris Eggleston. Second place was the 15 of Danny Medina. And your fast dash uh, winner for the night was the 21 of Ryan Jones. Uh, then we'll get into the first feature of the night. Uh, fifth place was the number one of Ryan Land, who's also a rookie. Uh, fourth place again was the 33 of Dylan Kellogg. So, uh, again, uh, making gains there. Third place was the 34 of Zach Mullins, who's also a rookie. Second place was uh, Mr. Mustache, number four, Dylan Foster. Uh, and I believe, I don't think I've seen, uh, Garrett Wilson up there in the, uh, top pylon, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but that, I believe that was his first feature win as well in the 38. So congrats, Mr. Wilson. And if it wasn't congrats anyway, a win mm -hmm. is a win. Uh, and then into your fast feature, um, like I said, I, I didn't get to watch any of this, so I'm not sure really what, uh, transpired, but it looks like the usual suspects in the top five, uh, fifth place was the 66 of Kyle Clegg. The counterpart uh, of Mr. Uh, Casey Wiggins, his brother Tyler in the 50, uh, pulling double duty in the trucks, uh, finished fourth. Third place was your fast feature winner, uh, of, or excuse me, your uh, fast dash winner of Ryan Jones. Second place, uh, by it looks like uh, two tenths, was the 22 of Chris Eggleston. And uh, your winner, again, for the fifth time in the Legends this, uh, this year alone, the 15 of Danny Medina. So, uh, Again, the Danny and Chris show uh, is, mm -hmm. I guess, what we should start calling the, the legends. So um, congrats, Mr. Medina. Five wins in any class in any given year is, especially with the limited amount of times, like Jake was saying last week with the national points, some guys have already raced 20 times. And, and you know, especially with the legends getting rained out and so forth, mm -hmm. five wins is all but one, isn't it, uh, that he's won? So. I think so. Yeah, Ryan Jones took the other one. So uh, congrats, Mr. Medina and all the legend drivers. And I will uh, pass to Jake for the pro trucks. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
So, of course, Mother Nature won a uh, quick time for the night for the third straight uh, race in a row. She was fast. Uh, she was fast. I'm telling you, man. She was <laughs> lightning fast. Yep. Oh, see what I did? Hey, nice pun. <laughs> uh, I did, like Brandon said, uh, he tried to watch uh, some videos. Um, CNS kind of did some stuff, and uh, some other fans did uh, some videos as well. So thank you to all the fans that go to CNS and post those live videos because uh, people like Brandon and I that don't get to go out every single weekend, we love to at least still watch it. So getting to see live video is always an awesome plus. Um, so this dash at the end of the end of the slow dash uh, was neck and neck. So oh, yeah. it was pretty cool. It was one of those things where who's going to win it, who's going to win it. Uh, and it came down to literally a nose. So uh, your top five for the dash, the 11 of Steve Johnson. Uh, fourth place was the 88 of Paul Himmler. Third place, 71 of Timothy Duvall. Second place by a nose was the 50 of Tyler Riggins doing double duty, like we said. And your dash winner was the 5W of Troy Woodard. So uh, I'm sure the best seat in the house was Mr. Uh, Marky Bramkamp up in the yeah. flag stand getting a nice uh, uh, front row seat to that. So uh, jealous of that seat. That's It was awesome. The uh, track also got a picture of it. So it was mm -hmm. pretty cool. They posted that um, for everybody to see. And then the fast dash uh, looked like it was a pretty good race. Um, top five was the 33 of Tyler Davis. Uh, fourth place was the 28 of Brian Winemaster. Third place, the 22 of Brian Yaki. Second place, the number nine of Curtis Teldenbrand. And your fast dash winner was the 82 of Michael Scott. So setting up for a nice feature. Uh, I do want to shout out to McCrista Hilton. She did make her debut in the trucks. Uh, yes. And what a fancy looking truck that was it was Man. good to hear from her a couple weeks ago and tell us a little about it kind of give us a little sneak peek of it and they've seen the final product it was a sweet looking car so to uh all of the hiltons for putting that car together for her uh sweet looking ride she and she didn't do too bad i mean she no. went out there and was battling pretty good the whole race it's not like she fell back and was just back there making laughs i mean she was up there battling so uh good job to her um, there was a couple of incidences on the track. Uh, you know, things happen. Uh, you're battling. You're trying to get every position you can. Um, you know, sometimes some things just happen, and maybe a driver made a mistake. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he saw something, and it just didn't work out. But nonetheless, everybody's out there battling hard and, uh, you know, driving two inches from another car. Things sometimes just go wrong, and, you know, that it is what it is. It's racing. You hate to see it. You don't want to be a part of it, but we're all, we're all human. It happens. Mm -hmm. And you know, life goes on. Everybody's safe. Everybody went home for the night, which is the most important part. So just wanted to touch on that. Cause I did see a lot of stuff on Facebook this week on kind of some incidences that happened that we really don't need to get into, but uh, just wanted to put my two cents out there. on that. But, <laughs> um, Regardless, uh, it was a good race to watch. So thank you to a lot of people that posted video and, of course, the Wiggins for doing the whole thing live because it was a very fun feature to watch for the trucks. Uh, so your top five uh, was the 50 of Tyler Riggins. Good job. Uh, fourth place was the 22 of Brian Yaki. Third place, the seven of Adam Dines. Second place, Curtis Heldenbrand in a nine car truck. Excuse me, not car. Truck. Hey. <laughs> and your feature winner uh the 82 of michael scott so uh congratulations to michael scott for 
in a sense, sweeping the weekend, uh, taking the fast dash and the feature. Uh, sounded like it was a pretty close little battle toward the end, especially I think they had a green-white checkered because that late caution with and red flag with uh, the incident with Paul Himmler. And hey, do I see a ghost? A ghost I emoji? Do, I do see a ghost. <laughs> uh, it sounded like it was the last good little battle for the win. So, um, again, congrats to Michael Hilton or Michael Hilton. Michael, Michael Hilton. Scott. Michael <laughs> Scott, excuse me. Uh, and uh, for everybody to go home safe and uh, in one piece. So, Enough me blabbling about the trucks. Pass it over to Brandon for the trains. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I don't know if anyone went live on Facebook or any of the platforms for this one. There was some video posted later. I know that. Okay. But I don't think anybody I... was live. And yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Another <laughs> it, two cents moment? Well, it was, it was fun. Um, I feel like uh, Jared Wall, you can kind of see you see the green flag, everybody starts going and he's still sitting like right at turn one and he's just not going yet. And then all of a sudden he'll start to go. And I, I think they only do 10 laps. All of a sudden he's, you know, with two laps to go gets the lead. And, you know, obviously as Brandon will yeah. say here, but it's, it's just funny to see that he'll just sit there and wait like till everybody <laughs> almost is starting to go th through three and four before he starts going. And then he still ends up, catching everybody and it's not like he's just you know on a rails it's like he's weaving in and out you know going way up high taking his patience going down low i mean it's it, it's like methodical driving hey, strategic driving he's, he's and, one of the best at that so yeah especially through the eight so yeah, yeah absolutely um yeah i obviously saw photos and like jake said all i can give you is a rundown um the fifth fifth place was a 311 bipolar express Fourth place, which I think might be a new train, is the number 80 Snafu, uh, if I'm oh, pronouncing yeah, that I, correctly. I, I so. Snafu, S-N-A-F-U. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that stands for something. Maybe probably inappropriate, but I'll just use the acronym. So <laughs> third place was the three of anger management. Second place was the 01 Dukes of Hazard train. And, uh, of course, like Jake just said, uh, anytime a wall brother, family member for that matter, is doing anything that – runs through the X, you can bet your bottom dollar that they're probably going to be on top. Sure enough, Jared piloting that 86 last call train uh, won again. Um, and it sounds like it was uh, methodical and pretty fun to watch. Jordan said he uh, he watched it. So um, that uh, orange and yellow train always mm -hmm. seems to be up front. So congratulations, Mr. Wall and whoever was in the brake car uh, for getting another uh, train uh win that or feature i guess because they only run features so a train feature under your belt again mm -hmm. and uh pass to jake for the uh final uh race of the evening yeah it was a packed night and especially with a ring I'm out of breath. i know right <laughs> uh so they also had the demo x which they only run a handful of times throughout the year so uh to have the trains and the demo x uh race on one night i'm sure was uh, very exciting for the fans but Similar to not only the trains, but the bandos, they don't run transponders. They don't do qualifying, nothing like that. Just a bunch of junk cars go out there with some motors and four wheels and have at it, boys or girls. Uh, so we don't really know exactly, and CNS doesn't post the top five or anything like that. They just post the winners. Uh, and sometimes they post the names. Sometimes yeah. they post the names, yeah. They just kind of give a quick rundown of what happened and throw some pictures out there. But... 
uh, some of these pictures of these cars, you just wonder how they even <laughs> finish the race, let alone uh, keep continuing an entire race. But right. nonetheless, people go out there and they'll have some fun. You know, you put four wheels, like I said, on a car and you get told, hey, go th over some dirt and wreck some other cars. Hey, OK, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, so your light winner in the Demo X was the 28 of Jace Pront Pronte. 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 French again. Pronte. <laughs> um and then your heavy winner which mainly are like truck suburban stuff like that was the 01 uh the name is not listed on cns's website Damn, so, so whoever the 01 heavy truck, truck suburban whatever it is it looks like a truck <laughs> uh congratulations yeah so, yeah that was your rundown of the cns weekend uh I'll pass it over to brandon for this weekend's look ahead yeah. And uh, before we do that, we're going to catch our breath, take a drink of water and uh, hear from our one of our other presenting partners uh, from the Epilepsy Foundation. Volunteers are an important part of what we do at the Epilepsy Foundation. There are opportunities for people to advocate, spread awareness, help organize events, help us fulfill our mission through programming and research and help us fundraise. If you're interested in volunteering at the Epilepsy Foundation, email us at contactus at efa.org. We look forward to getting you involved. Hey, wearing my Team Goose hey. tonight. Hey, hey, it's almost like I knew you were going to do that commercial tonight. <laughs> well, it's only in the script, but you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Great hearing from them. And uh, obviously you can check out the Smith Family Racing uh, mm -hmm. Facebook page and uh, see that beautiful uh, purple ribbon on the uh, deck lid of their car, their cars, plural. Um, and if you uh, want to make a donation, uh, please feel so obliged to. Uh, we'll get into this Saturday, uh, August 13th uh, weekend preview here at CNS. Huge, huge weekend. Um, if you're not doing anything, please come out. If you are doing something, come out anyway. Uh, <laughs> you have the Mountain States Fire Protection Challenge Cup, which is one of those, I would say, three to four races every year at CNS that you don't want to miss, especially with ARCA not coming there uh, this year um, and maybe in the future. Uh, Challenge Cup, Legends Invasion, all those big, big races. Anytime you see 150 laps in any class, uh, you definitely want to come out. So that's exactly what's going on. Super late models, 150 lapper. Uh, the GAMs are running. Super stocks are running. Figure eights are running. So a, a packed uh, night of racing, good classes, um, a lot of good action coming. And, you know, it's uh, mid-August now. Uh, points are starting to uh, play a factor. So you're going to see harder racing, um, especially for those top three, four people in the points running um so yeah come out there uh support your local track support your local drivers uh come uh, get an autograph from jake and jordan um and me if you're so obliged to i retired but uh feel free to uh but anyway so yeah come out that's uh august 13th mountain states fire protection challenge cup and we'll uh give you a cns points uh update from the classes that ran this past saturday i will lead us off with the bando bandits uh, fifth place currently right now is the 08 of Tanner McKim with 67 points. Fourth place, the 12 of Aspen Lang with 82 points. Uh, third place is the 61 of Lillian Tuttle with 103 points. Second place, the 68 of Wyatt Dent with 110 points. 
And your current leader in the Bandolero Bandits with an eight-point lead over second place is the five of Regan Fruget. Uh, so good little points battle shaping up there in the Bandits. I'll lead us into the Outlaws uh, right now. Uh, only four scored uh, in the points um, as of right now. There could be more if more drivers come out. But fourth place right now is 16 of Emily Phelps with 107 points. Third place is the double zero of Jacob Johnson with 117 points. Second place, the 21 of Madeline Lang with 192 points. And then your leader, uh, to no one's uh, surprise, with a pretty marginable uh, points lead is the 33 of Dylan Kellogg with 215 points. And uh, I think that's kind of what happens when you win every race. So uh, I will pass to Jake for the Legends points update. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially with this class, it's always uh, fun to get the little update for them. So with your top five real fast, uh, we have the 50 of Tyler Riggins sitting in fifth place with 198 points. Fourth place, the 66 of Kyle Clegg with 210. Third place is the 22 of Chris Eggleston with 225. Second place is the 21 of Ryan Jones with 226. So pretty close battle there for second. And like uh, Brandon alluded to earlier, when you have uh, five wins out of what, six-ish, races so far um you kind of get a little points uh lead i guess uh on the field so he is your danny medina the 15 is your points leader as it stands as of this last saturday at 239 points so hopefully uh the top five guys can uh maybe make a little leeway 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 we man we way coming up here in the next couple of races because uh it stinks to say that we are august 9th today and a lot of these classes only have three maybe four races left um it's kind of sucks to say but you know gonna have some good battles the rest of the year and uh to see this all play out by the end of the year is going to be fun to uh watch so um yeah throw this over to brandon for the pro trucks yeah, and I'm sure uh, Danny Medina is screaming, no, the points are fine where they are. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so the Pro Trucks, as of last Saturday, uh, the 85 of Jeff Walbaum is in currently sitting in fifth place with 187 points. Fourth place, the 50 of Tyler Wiggins, uh, the Iceman, with 192 points. Third place is Engine Engine Number 9, Curtis Heldenbrand, with 224 points. Uh, second place currently is the 22 of Brian Yackey with 228 points. So a four-point split from third to second. And then first place currently right now is that bright-ass yellow seven-truck of Adam Dynas with 232 points. So uh, six points from first to third and four points from first to second. So holy crap, what a points battle in the pro truck shaping up. Uh, mm-hmm. That one's going to go down to the very end. And looking at this list, uh, you know, the top 10, I would say, uh, are – fully capable of going out there and winning a feature race on any given night. So very excited uh, to see that, how that shapes up uh, the rest of the season. So um, keep it up pro trucks. Um, That's awesome to see. Uh, No one's like we just said with Danny Medina or, you know, the the Dylan Kellogg's of the world, no one's running away with the damn thing. And uh, it's, it's anybody's game at this point. So um, yeah, I will pass it back to Jake for the final points uh, recap from this last weekend. Yeah, definitely. So we'll uh, give the train some love on the points recap. So as it sits right now, I'll just do the whole, they only have eight listed here, so I'll just do all eight. So sitting in eighth place, the 80 uh, Snafu with 60 points. 
Uh, seventh place is the 151 Crazy Train with 66. Uh, sixth place, the 01 of Dukes of Hazard uh, with 70 points. Fifth place is the 5 Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Train with 90 <laughs> points. I love that car. Um, fourth place, the 311 Bipolar Express with 96. Third is uh, the 3, dang, fifth, the 5 tr train. Third, the 3rd train, or the number 3 train, Anger Management, 104. Second is two failure, uh, this two car of failure to yield. I always sound like Jordan failure to yield. I did that earlier this year, too. Um, in second place, the second car failure to yield with 108. And your points leader right now, the 86 last call with 114. So, uh, nice little uh, trains battle. Uh, <laughs> we can't get your names right for anything, but uh uh it's pretty fun so um that is your points recap for uh the classes that ran at cns this weekend so um yeah kind of we have reached the end we've kind of reached the end uh just happy anniversary scott and alicia yeah definitely uh just quickly trying to run yeah and brian here. sanders flow racing will have coverage of the uh Challenge Cup. I don't know if it's just the super late models. I assume it is, but cool if not. Get the games on some uh, TV, of course. Mm -hmm. Super Stocks, figure eights. Yeah, and my company slash sponsor that I work for, uh, Citywide Banks, is having uh, their little company picnic it's, uh, this weekend as well. So free loans for everybody. Free loans for everybody, yeah. They're going to have a money machine in there. They got this nice little, you know, like you see on TV, you go in this little booth <laughs> and there's air blowing money all around. Just be careful because they're going to throw a lot of quarters in there and some nickels. Hey, I'm sorry I won't be able to help you this weekend because I'm going to be in that booth. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, we're expected to have about 210 people out this weekend uh, in the beer garden with the Mountain States Fires people, which they have, I think, about 50. Uh, so we'll have at least... 260 270 people out in the beer gardens between the two companies um so definitely want to throw on a good show uh this weekend for them uh, there's 210 people i can guarantee you that have never been to the races let alone anything that uh, deals with motorsports so i uh, definitely want to shout out to them for doing this and not only sponsoring our race car but putting their first picnic on in three years at the racetrack and supporting us and uh supporting local racing so they uh set to have a good time. So definitely want to throw on a good show. Everybody that's out there listening tonight. Uh, if you are a driver racing this weekend, I do have one little request. Uh, when you go by the beer garden, just give a nice little rev. I mean, just kind of go by, give it a quick, whoop, whoop, you know, and just kind of give them a, Hey, how you doing? Kind of thing. <laughs> I know they, they'll love it. Uh, they, they have about 60 kids that are supposed to come out. So uh, like I said, for all you listening, definitely give them a little rev as you go by at any time. Uh, I think they'll love that. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, maybe we can have them start the wave over there in the beer garden, <laughs> make <laughs> it all the way around the track. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm hoping, uh, that this weekend we might get lucky and get on the pole for the feature. Cause, uh, we actually have somebody getting in the pace car for our race. And I would love to pull up next to him in the pace car, just kind of give him a nice little rev. Uh, yeah, don't wreck the pace show. car now. Yeah, wreck the pace car. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that would be fun. But either way, it doesn't matter where I start, where I finish. It's just awesome that they're coming out to uh, support. So 
hopefully we can get some good luck on our side this weekend and uh, get a win. But again, regardless of who wins or what happens this weekend, it's going to be a fun weekend regardless. So be fun. Yep. Yep. So get your butts in those stands, come out and support. Like I said earlier, we'll, we'll all be there. Uh, all three of us, Jordan will be there racing, of course. Um, so if you want to talk racing, talk about the podcast, uh, we love, uh, it's been more and more lately. Every time we go to the track, we hear from you guys, which is awesome. Um, I'll try not to be stuffing my face this time, Sam, when you come up to us and talk to us, but, uh, yeah, come up, talk to us, hang out. Uh, we'll be there obviously all day, all night. Um, and I wanted to, um, I believe we forgot to mention, uh, our sponsor driver, Mr. Braxton Deweese last week. Um, he's been grinding, grinding, grinding. Uh, he's been actually racing in the next gen cup cars on iRacing, uh, beautiful paint design with the STP logo on it this week and actually won a, uh, camping world truck series race at Talladega, his first super speedway win in his, uh, iRacing career. And he has hundreds of wins, which is incredible to think he doesn't have one on the super speedways, but congratulations, uh, Mr. Deweese and uh, shout out to your dad, Chris for, uh, posting those updates for us and uh, sharing the links. So um, if you guys got time, want to go watch some really good iRace, iRacers uh, race on the esports side of things, trying to make their way up to the to the A class license in the in the road to pro. Uh, go check out that number eight, uh, Braxton Deweese. He's uh, he's uh, no slouch in iRacing uh, community, and we're uh, proud to have him uh, slap our logo on the side of those paint schemes. So congrats, sir, and we appreciate that. Um, I guess, uh, I'll end, uh, I won't, I know I keep saying I won't spill the beans, but, uh, we've kind of been talking, uh, the three of us here on the show about, uh, some maybe future content that we're going to bring to you. Uh, not iRacing has everything just to do with podcasting and streaming. Um, so we'll formulate a plan, uh, might start as early as next week. Uh, we want to start talking, about more than uh, just asphalt racing in the great state of Colorado. Um, so we're looking at ways that we can include uh, some dirt side of things. We've had a lot of requests come to us uh, by way of message or comments or anything like that. So we're going to try to do that. Obviously, dirt racing is a huge part of Colorado. A lot of people love it just as much as asphalt. Uh, we don't pick sides. We love racing in general. Um, obviously we only have, you know, hour and a half, two hours every week of your guys' time before you guys start hopping off. Um, but we're going to try to include that. Um, hopefully it'll, it'll start next week. Um, hard to do with guests on because obviously we try to give the guests, uh, ample time that, that, that episode is about them. Uh, but yeah, we want to start including some dirt stuff, uh, and, and include that side of the racing community. So, um, hopefully you guys enjoy that as well. I know we'll start getting more, uh, dirt racing fans from, you know, the Callahans, the I-76, the Pueblos kind of everywhere around. So, uh, just wanted to, to kind of put that out there and, uh, yeah, we'll start giving kind of rundowns. Obviously we aren't there, uh, to see that, but we'll just rely on, on those dirt racing folks in the community and, and stuff that they post to, to give you that content. Cause, they deserve it as well. And uh, we're, we're a one-stop shop podcast where we kind of talk about everything um, and not just the national stuff. So I tell you what, a couple of the uh, races I have been to this year so far in the dirt, uh, especially going down to support little sis. Uh, <laughs> talk about some drama. We think there's some drama <laughs> going on around the CNS scene. There's some drama that yeah. goes around them dirt tracks. I'll tell right. you what. So, but they are fun cars and uh, yeah, 
definitely uh, want to shout out to all the local racing, like Brandon said. So real quick shout out to Frank's Radio Service Colorado. More checkered flags coming out this way uh, this weekend. So if you yeah. are listening and you have some kids, make sure you come running down to the uh, flag stand after the race when the winners are uh, doing interviews and pictures. You might get a checkered flag. So yeah. Brian, when yeah. do we get a checkered flag? Do I get a checkered flag? I guess I got to win another race in order to get one of those. Hey, I won last <laughs> night virtually. <laughs> Just kidding. But yes, uh, shout out to everybody who makes uh, the racing scene go around at all the tracks, uh, obviously, specifically CNS. We're talking about trying to grow it, trying to grow our channel, our brand. Talk about you guys, the fans, the drivers, the racing community. So that's what it's all about. Hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, Mr. Chris Say Kelly. Uh, as much as we did. And uh, yeah, I um, guess for me, that's about it. Looking forward to seeing everybody uh, this Saturday night. So yeah, definitely. Uh, see you all Saturday. Come check us out. Come give us high fives, some compliments, complaints, whatever you want. <laughs> Doesn't matter to us as long as you're watching and uh, tuning in every week. We appreciate it. So definitely uh, get your butts in the stands this weekend and that's all I have to say. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, since uh, our other counterpart, Jordan, uh, was not on tonight, I'm going to leave you with his singing to his race car, and uh, we're going to sign off <laughs> for uh, the night. So uh, until next time, everybody, we appreciate you. Keep scrubbing those tires. Good night. You know, some days, too, we're both going to saddle up. It'll be God, cowboy ride. My only issue be here with me. Just smiling right by my side. Door, quarter, clear, clear. All you, new leader. Checkers are out. Bring it home. Come on. On behalf of Jacob and Jordan Smith, Smith Family Racing, Brandon Hall Racing, and myself, Brandon Hall, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Scrubbing Tires podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Scrubbing Tires podcast. Until next time, let's keep scrubbing them tires.